Welcome to Red, White, and Boo, a podcast by the Military Mom Collective. I'm Nikki. I'm Mara. And I'm Taylor. We are so excited to bring you five time management hacks that saved me as a mom by contributor Kaylin. You might recognize her from episode 12, How to Stay Sane During the Holidays. Um, we are so excited to have you back on, Kaylin. Um, give us a background about you again for our new listeners. <laughs> Sure. Um, my name is Kaylin. I am a Air Force spouse. Um, my husband has been Air Force for almost 15 years now. We have been together his whole career, either dating, engaged, or married. And next year we'll hit 10 years married. Um, we are currently stationed at Whiteman Air Force Base in Missouri, uh, just outside of Kansas City. And we have two kids a seven-year-old girl and an almost four-year-old boy. And um, I have been a military mom contributor for almost, actually over a year now. Um, I started in the, uh, the fall of 2022. Thanks, Kaylin. We're so lucky to have you on the team and we always enjoy your post and your point of view. And you definitely saved us during the holidays. So now tell us, how can we have <laughs> our time? What can we do? <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, I am, I am not a professional. <laughs> I'm not an expert. Um, I'm still just a mom and we all have our days and we all struggle. So I do not want to come on here <laughs> thinking that I'm some kind of perfect time management person. Um, I do really, really love, uh, time management things and managing my time. Um, and yeah, I don't think that there's any real like magical unicorn hack that's going to get us through motherhood. We're all just kind of taking it day by day and doing the best that we can. Um, I would say that what really, really saves me is our daily rhythms. Um, rhythms are just kind of things that feel natural in your day. So, you know, you start the coffee maker and you open your shades for the morning, like just little things that sound kind of silly when you say them, but they are integrated into your day and they kind of set the expectation of where you're going to be and how you're going to do it. Um, they're not routines. They are a little bit more fluid in that way. Um, they could change seasonally or change, um, you know, based on where you are, how old your kids are. But they just, they feel a little bit more natural than rigid routines. Okay, so what is your rhythm right now? So we're, we're just getting out of the holiday season. Um, is it wake up, put your slide your slippers on and go out and start the coffee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think um, a lot of people that think, um, like, you know, oh, they're really good at time management. They must be early risers. Like they must get up at, you know, 5am and go to the gym. I am not a morning person. And really part of my Same girl. Same. daily rhythm <laughs> is a slow wake up. So it's important to me to kind of like open my house. Um, a lot of my morning rhythms are like, I, uh, take the dishes off the drying rack and I put them away in the morning and, um, I kind of, uh, like, uh, like I said, like I'll open my shades and that kind of signals, 
as woo woo as it sounds like it kind of signals like an opening of the house and a starting your day kind of thing. So that kind of thing is really important to me. And I like to think that my kids resonate it with resonate with it and have kind of uh, picked up on that too. Just the way that we go about our day um, with certain signals and um, cues almost, I would say. Like we set out pajamas. I set out pajamas like really early in the day. I'll set them out on the bed for bath or shower time later in the day, like just while I'm picking up the house midday. Like things that you wouldn't typically think are conscious choices are for me and that they help later in the day. They help us, which you probably do them too and don't even realize them. Absolutely. And they're good like visual cues, especially for mm-hmm. kids. Like, okay, this yeah. is okay. I'm going to be need to be ready for this later because. Yes. Like cues, yeah. yeah. They're really signaling that something else is about to happen or, um, you know, you've done that or whatever. Do you have any, like, suggestion to, like, change that mindset of, like, changing it from a routine to a rhythm? Um, reflection, I would say, like, think about what works in your day. What are some, like, really bad trouble spots? So, like, if you're a mom or a parent and you're really struggling with the the time from dinner cleanup to like your kids are in pajamas ready for bed, like what can you do to make that chunk of time easier? Whether it's like transitions or less, um, less stop and go, like the pajama thing. I get them out literally at lunchtime and I'll lay them out on the bed for later in the day. Or like I'll pick up, um, I'll take their towel from like the hook high up on the hook where they want my youngest can't really reach and I'll lay it on the bathtub next to the shower so he can get it like stuff like that where you don't think are conscious choices that kind of help you um think about your trouble spots and if if there's a portion of your day that's really really chaotic or whatever think about little things that you can do that might help and trial and error too I think that's such a great idea because I remember um Back in 2020, my husband was deployed and I had two small kids at home and that after dinner time, before bedtime, just was always so chaotic. And I finally realized, like, I can wait to do the dishes till after the kids go to bed. Like, I just would put them all near the kitchen sink and then I could be with the kids. We'd have, like, a dance party or something. Or if it was bath night, we'd have fun in the bath. Um... And then after they went to bed, I could, you know, put my headphones on, listen to a podcast or watch Real Housewives and do my dishes. And um, it just it it took me, unfortunately, a couple of weeks to like realize Mm -hmm. like this can wait. I can set aside a different time to do this task. Yeah. And I think it's really finding what works for you and Mm -hmm. the trial and error thing. So if it's it's not going to look the same as your friend or it's not gonna look the same even in every season yeah so you also mentioned having a dedicated planning time and I um definitely resonate with that um because I sit down every Sunday as Mm -hmm. you said um doing your planner or my planner so Mm -hmm. we actually approach our planners differently so how do you approach (laughs) yours um so I actually I love um, the lazy genius. I don't know if I can plug her now, but she's I <laughs> she's great. I love her. Um, she talks about, I think it's called like 
planting your flags and she's like flags and chairs. Like it sounds ridiculous, but like, so when I'm planning, I go through the next week and I first think about like, okay, what are some big things that we have? Does anybody have a dentist appointment? Does anybody have a doctor's appointment that I need to make sure I remember or make sure that we are like packing extra clothes for stuff like that? Um, I, what are things that I can't change that I have to be at? And then I think about like, I even consider things like weather, like when I'm planning meals, like I love, you know, cozy crockpot meals or if it's going to rain or if it's cold, stuff like that. Um, That kind of sounds ridiculous talking about right now, but it really impacts my week and it really helps me feel prepared for the week. Um, It depends on what we have going on. Like I said, if it's, if it's a particular busy week, I'm not going to plan a bunch of really hard to hard and involved dinners. Um, It'll be a lot of grab and go stuff. Or, um, yeah, if, if it's a busy week, if it's a slow week, stuff like that. We definitely have that in common because I look (laughs) at my schedule and then decide what, what dinners do I have the Mm -hmm. mental and emotional capacity Mm -hmm. to make after a day like that? Like I know our Tuesdays, I'm out of the house from 9am until 4pm. That, that is a crock pot meal that I throw in. 8.30 in the morning and I make my husband finish off when he gets home because I yeah. am drained. But like by Tuesday, you're so grateful you thought about that on Saturday or Sunday. And it's like, I I didn't even realize that people don't think that way. <laughs> <Sometimes>. <laughs> like that's just so normal to me, like uh, planning um, big meetings or trips or whatever that I have to be aware of four days earlier. And that goes into your next point, which is the prep work you do. Mm -hmm. Like when you plan ahead and you think about those things, you can do that prep work for like, okay, I need to make sure this is defrosted. Like I'll pull out Mm -hmm. Tuesday's dinner to defrost on Sunday night after I've done Mm -hmm. my planning. So then I'm, it's ready to go by Tuesday morning already prepped for and it helps immensely. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't do it, then you kind of, are in a bind. Um, yes. But like, yeah, things like, like you said, like uh, taking out meat, planning meals, um, getting clothes out. Like if I know my daughter has horseback riding, I need to make sure she has her boots either in the car or by the door. Um, I do think about that all when I'm doing my planning on the weekend um, down to clothes and meals and stuff. So you two, um, Nikki and Kaylin, you've been uh, talking a lot about planners and the new year is just a couple days away, uh, depending on when everyone's listening to it. Happy new year, perhaps. Um, <laughs> what is, do you have a favorite type of planner? Are you electronic? Do you get a new one every year? Please tell us. <laughs> so I am definitely a planner nerd, but I am a paper and pencil kind of gal. I have tried the digital. I just can't. I like touching it and feeling it and turning the pages. Mm-hmm. And I love the highlighters and the colors and all the things. Um, and that is really part of the process for me, sitting down with it at the table and having my pens and my planner and stuff. Um, I like the visual. I like flipping through it and being able to see the week and the days and the months. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, that's like, gives me peace and <laughs> makes me happy. Um and I recognize not everybody, some people prefer digital on their phones um, or computers or, you know, Google Calendar or whatever. Mm-hmm. But 
it's just really about finding what works for you and what you're going to keep up with consistently. So, yeah. yeah. I am both. Yes. So I do a paper pencil every Sunday and that's sort of like my self care and it's mm -hmm. cathartic for me mm -hmm. and I decorate my planner and it's pretty colors and mm -hmm. it's almost like a brain dump. Yeah. Um, but I also have a digital planner. I use my Google calendar to track mm -hmm. appointments and things for my kids. Cause I have four kids. I have two with disabilities. We are at appointments every day. Mm -hmm. So I need to be able to have that on hand when we're out somewhere and mm -hmm. I don't carry my planner with me. So it's kind of sits out in the open where I can see it at home, but to take it everywhere on top of all the other materials that we have to bring with us, it's just not feasible for me. So I do both. So do you transfer your like digital stuff appointments into your paper planner? Yes. Okay. And then that helps That's me keep easier. track later. Yep. So I can look back and see like, oh, rather than trying to scroll okay. through my Google calendar, because that takes forever. <laughs> <laughs> and that works for you. That makes sense for you. That's, and everyone's yeah. color coded in my house. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> love me some color coding. <laughs> yes. I know. I love the, um, we probably have all seen them on Pinterest and Instagram, the acrylic big like family calendar. Yes. I think it looks so pretty, but I, I have a calendar on my fridge, but I need to be able to write, you know, the dentist appointment that's six months from now. Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah, I have a, I try to use iCal. We have a shared calendar, my husband and I, and then I also have the on the fridge one as well. So. I'm trying to be more every new year. I say, like, I'm going to buy a planner and who knows? We'll see if in a couple of days I decide to buy one. <laughs> we oh, yes. actually have a monitor that hangs up in our kitchen that projects our Google calendar for the week. Oh, yes. Yeah. Fancy. <laughs> so my husband has a reference point because he's not going to look at my, my planner is too mm -hmm. busy for him with all my decorating and colored pens. <laughs> But that is an easy one-stop shop for him. And like I said, each one of our kids is a different color. And he knows exactly who he's looking at at that point. And he always forgets when they have appointments because um, I'm the default parent. Mm. Um, I was literally about to say, I would like to do a shameless plug to the episode of Default. <laughs> we actually talked about how you can lessen the load. And we talked about calendars, mm -hmm. and sharing calendars. Ugh. So. Shameless plug there. <laughs> um, so that's usually up. And sometimes I'll put my dinners up there too, just so that he can also help uh, mm -hmm. defrost anything that needs to be defrosted. Um, it, it It's hit or miss, but we're trying. <laughs> Aim for effort. <laughs> so I'm also interested in hearing how you block out your day because... I haven't been able to wrap my head around something like that, but I do think it would help me. Um, yeah. So I'm really big into time blocking. And like I said, again, it just really depends on our season and our schedule. Um, I work from home. I write um, content for like brands and bloggers and uh, like articles and, and web content and stuff. So I'll have chunks of my day where I'm just really sitting down and writing for three hours while my youngest is in school. 
Um, so I really live and die by my chunks of the day. It helps me plan. It helps me feel like I'm on top of things. And it honestly helps me feel less overwhelmed because I'm only focusing on that time block at a time at a, you know, how many times can I say time? <laughs> but, so I really think about it. Like if the kids aren't in school, if it's a weekend or summer or break or whatever, um, we have our morning chunk, which is a larger um, a larger time from waking up until about lunchtime, you know, the typical morning. And then we have the midday where, uh, we have lunch and we are big proponents of rest time over here. So even though they may not sleep, our house like kind of calms and shuts down a little bit. And then the, the afternoon to pre-dinner time and then dinner and, uh, all the bedtime bath shenanigans and, and then like post kids, in bed kind of my time. <laughs> um, and then when they are in school, obviously it looks different and it depends. Uh, my youngest goes to like a part-time preschool a couple days a week. So that is largely well, where I'll get my work done and have like a very productive chunk of the day. And then I'll be with him the rest of the time. So it just helps feel a little bit prepared and productive for my day. See, now that you're talking about it, I do kind of. You do it without realizing. I just yeah. didn't realize you, yeah. that I'm chunking so it. So you've never named and labeled them. But Correct. You might even be more, find find that you're more intentional with it if you kind of sit down and are like, oh, what are the hours that I'm doing this or whatever, like actually breaking your day up. But yeah, yeah you probably do without realizing. Oh, I definitely do it without realizing. Mm-hmm. It's a mom thing, I think. Yeah. <laughs> the way okay. our brains work. I just like naming it, I guess you could say. <laughs> no, and that may help. Like I Try now that it. I'm Let like reflecting back on it, I'm like, okay, yeah, we have our right, write it down. Use your our... colored pens. Kaylin, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> I know you're a huge advocate for decluttering and mm. minimizing. So I know that that is another part when it comes to time management. What can we do there? Uh, get rid of all the things. Get rid of everything. No, I mean, my friends are so annoyed because I'll be like, can I help you decolor, declutter your house? Like, it'll change your life. You'll be great. It'll be less stressful. No, but really, like, if you have more things in your house, you're spending more time cleaning the things. You're spending more time picking up the things. Um, and I'm not by any means. Like, I have only five shirts and I wear them on rotation. Like, I am not a minimalist. But I am, like you said, like such a big proponent of decluttering and getting rid of the things that you that are taking up space, that are taking up physical space and mental space in your house and in your life. Um, if you have less things in your house, you'll probably be a little bit more calmer. You'll feel a little more relaxed, um, less laundry to do, then you won't be doing laundry or as much laundry maybe. <laughs> um, but just, just thinking about the things that occupy your space and your time is so important to me um, to have a calmer space. Yeah. I think when you said like, Oh, more stuff, you're cleaning it more. Like, again, I didn't think about it that way. <laughs> yeah. I actually think, Oh, I'm actually touching that thing. And mm -hmm. so many times, mm -hmm. no one knows where it goes, but me. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's time. Yeah. Yeah we've shifted our kids to like capsule wardrobes. So oh, they, yes. they have like a decent amount of clothes. Don't get me wrong. Um, and it also pro helps because my husband's colorblind. So it allows him to pick their clothes a little bit better. Cause oh. it, 
almost everything goes with everything, um, especially for our daughter, because um, with the boys, he's much better. <laughs> but with her, we're still working. Girls are harder. <laughs> He'll get there. <laughs> but we have, like, they have enough clothes to to wear a different outfit every day for like two to two and a half weeks. So mm-hmm. it's, it's not a small wardrobe, but it's definitely smaller than what it had been in the past. Um, and it's to the point we actually keep all the kids clothes in one closet to make sure that mm-hmm. um, I can put everything away in one space and they oh, just have different great. colored hangers. So oh, okay. that's their color coding coming back everyone has their hanger and i everything goes away in the same area and it just makes and it saves you less time like that's your that's you're getting back the time where you'd be running around to different rooms putting away different clothes you know and it's helpful for you for sure it's not like duggar level family closet but (laughs) (laughs) oh lord that's that's next level (laughs) that is very next level (laughs) so are there any other ways we can manage our time um planning lists i love me a good list um even if you aren't a list person um it really just helps you if you jot down even in just in your notes app in your phone like things your top three things you have to get done the next day or like hey i really have to remember to do these four things this week um i cannot survive without lists (laughs) um yeah, just like quirky things that we have in our house. Um, like we have a rule that our breakfast time before school is self-serve. Like I do not make breakfast. I'm not going to be sit there flipping pancakes at seven o'clock. Um, my kids, you know, obviously to what your kids are capable of, but like my kids will, my oldest can pop a waffle in the toaster and, um, my youngest will grab a granola bar out of the pantry, like stuff like that. I'm, if I'm running around doing other things, getting myself ready, making sure they're ready for school. Like they know that don't like, don't ask me for breakfast, (laughs) figure it out yourself. Um, just finding what works to kind of cut corners, I guess is, is the term not in a nice way, but just cut corners and manage your time well and be, I think it, it ultimately comes down to being intentional with your time and, and uh, being intentional. Yeah. I just have to say that I love the way you ended uh, this article about write plans in pencil. Um, yeah. You say, I cling to plan- p- plans in pencil. Rigid fled- flexibility is the name of the game. And I think that <laughs> is just like so true, not just in motherhood, but especially being a military spouse, like, Everything has to be written in pencil. <laughs> or erasable color advice. pen. Yeah. <laughs> if you're into color pen. Notice she said pen. notice she said colored. <laughs> yes. But they're erasable. <laughs> oh, I have to try those. Oh, they're they're life-changing. <laughs> or just some white out. Just carry on some white out. <laughs> oh. Well, Kaylin, we are so lucky to have you on our team. We always um, leave our conversations or reading your blogs re-energized and ready to tackle our uh, our clutter, our time, and maximize all the things. So we appreciate you. And um, we're looking forward to going into 2024 with more time. Thank you. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Yep. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to join us next week and to follow us on Instagram to continue the conversation. If you like what you've heard, kindly leave us a review and share with a friend.